coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogue Special, Episode 200. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the special guest, The Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Happy New Year, you two. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The Roaring Twenties are back. Yeah. We actually went to a Roaring Twenties party. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. We got seated next to some people that didn't have a lot of Coca-Cola or something. (laughs) They were riding high into the Twenties. Grace was a... She was a real flapper. A real flapper. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. But um, everybody looked great, and it was fun, and I'm left with this um, sexy voice. Yeah. Yeah, you must add some bourbon. Yeah. No, that's the problem. She needs some bourbon. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But I'm really excited about this episode. Our prediction shows are always our most popular. Yeah, well, first of all, congratulations, 200 shows. Absolutely. I think we need to pat ourselves on the back. You know, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You guys deserve a big round of applause. And I'm Thank very you. Happy to say that at the very least, in this calendar year, we have more than doubled our audience. Oh, good. Good. Yay! That's, that's great. If we could double it again this year, we we would be happy, right? Happy, happy. Good. Good. So. So let's get started because we got a lot to cover. All right, sounds good. A lot good. of crazy people out there. Sounds good. And the crazy it is, more crazy it is, the more fun it is, right? <laughs> you bet. It's the election year. What can be crazier than the election year? Uh, well, uh, there's a few things that could be crazier. Um, never say never. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I definitely don't want to say never. That's a little scary. <laughs> I believe in um, karma. So, yeah. Anyway, Trump is going to do a lot of things. Okay. He's pretty sure he's going to win. The Republicans are pretty sure he's going to win. The Democrats are pretty sure he's going to win. But what he's going to want to do is scare people in those states, politicians from those states, that he is not supposed to win. Doesn't mean he's going to win those states, but he's going to shake it up. And I think one of the first things he does, and then he's already hinted at doing, is cleaning up homelessness in these in these um, these democratic states like California, Chicago, New York City. He's already said he's going to do something. He will pull if he actually makes a point to clean up the streets of these cities. He starts pulling middle of the road democratic voters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Well, you know, it sure does seem like the mayors and the governors aren't going to take care of it. So he's going to have to step in and take over and and um, override some of their decisions. And because it, you know, you see the pictures on TV; it's just atrocious. Both the poor business owners and they're having to put up with that in front of their businesses. I, I don't know how they do it. Well, I believe that's one of the first things he will do. The next thing you will do is decriminalize marijuana. Yeah, okay. What better way to gain votes? Right now, we've got 11 states where 
recreational marijuana as legal. We've got a whole lot more medical marijuana states. Um, something like 45 states, I believe it is. Oh. So if he decriminalizes, he doesn't really endorse the use of marijuana, but he takes the criminal off the aspect. table yeah. the federal criminal aspect. And he gets a lot of middle-of-the-road voters. He gains some people that are a little more left in middle-of-the-road. Yeah, I agree. I think those are both really good strategies. Uh, if he follows them. I think he will. Okay. I think he will. I'm predicting he will. And... You know, there's a lot of people in support of marijuana on the right. Yeah, I think uh, there's some on the left as well. Uh, oh, there's I, uh, everybody yeah. on the left. Yes. I, I I yeah, I think we're we're seeing a, a new age where uh, we're a little more open-minded to uh, the benefits that cannabis does bring. Well, and it's like you have always said. There would not be an opioid epidemic. Exactly. At least to the extent there is if marijuana was easier to use. And a lot of people are in pain. Baby boomers are in arthritic pain. Let the hammer tell you. Yeah, you know, you almost everyone in, in my generation has arthritic pain of some sort because back then and today we all played so many sports that and they didn't have the expertise or the medical knowledge to fix some of the problems or do the operations and everybody's got pain they got a bad shoulder they got a bad knee they got a bad hip they got and and a lot of people just don't want to do the surgeries and just like the surgeons say don't do it unless you can't stand it because i can't guarantee it's going to work especially like back problems shoulder problems so you know, I, I just think that, and I was one that was against it until I got older. And I can see to where it's it's a pain that's just, it's just monotony. It's just well, every look day. Well, over-counter drugs. I mean, if you take ibuprofen, it eats up your stomach. If you drink alcohol, it hurts your liver. Same with Tylenol. Same with Aleve. They've got bad side effects. Yeah, they, it, whereas with cannabis, there's no side effects. So THC for pain, CBD for some of the joint uh, swelling, and that'll fix you up. That's all you need. You yeah. know opiates uh, needed. Right. Yeah, and, and, and Trump does not have to endorse it. He just decriminalizes it, right. and he gains more votes. The other thing I'm, I'm going to predict he does before the election is return to gold standard, meaning backing our money system again with gold. Ah, hmm. That is interesting because gold's a pretty good price right now. Exactly. And at the end of the day, Trump wins in a landslide. What say you, Hammer? Oh, no problem. Yeah. It's, it's, you think last year was bad? Or last Our last election? Yeah. This one will, it'll destroy. They, the Democrats will win less than 10 states. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree with that. There's no way that they have anybody close to being able to beat Trump. Exactly. But what about the impeachment and Pelosi? Is she going to hold on, try to hold on to it till after the election so she can use it against him in his second term? I say yes. What say, what say you, Connor? 
Um, good possibility that that may occur. Um, I, I don't understand why they've stopped moving forward, kind of. They've just... I, I don't get that. I don't get it at all. I thought this was a strategy to hit them before the election. Are they really giving up at this stage? I think they're holding it for a second term. They know they're whooped and that they might accidentally get some sympathy or empathy in a second term. They also distract him because he would be a lame duck president and he could get a lot done. What do you think, Cameron? I think he, I think uh, with Josh Hawley, what was on recently trying to get it abolished, the impeachment, I, I think that's the best move for the Republicans because I tell you what, I don't trust Pelosi. I don't trust any of those three musketeers. I, yeah. I, I, I just, you know, let, let's get back to taking care of the country and quit doing all this political stuff. It's, it does nobody any good. If you don't want him in, vote him out, uh, yeah. which is the American way. Let the polls will you do know? their job. We all have the mighty pen in our hand and can vote any way we want. I should say ballot do its job. Yeah. But I think she's done. She's lost a lot of support on both sides of her party, the far left and the middle of the road, um, because she tried to please both. And um, she's done. But um, to just add something to what the hammer said, Josh Hawley, the senator from Missouri, the junior senator from Missouri, has uh, brought up a bill to dismiss the impeachment because his point is everybody has a right to a trial. And what she's doing is denying Trump the right to a trial. Right. So it's actually a very good strategy and true. Okay, moving right along. Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg, I say she doesn't make it till the end of the year, till, even till the election time. She's sick again. That would give Trump the opportunity to fill another seat on the Supreme Court. Ah, okay. Yeah, she. I, I don't think she's been around for a while, has she? No, she's having treatments for a, uh, a tumor on her pancreas. Oh, so. uh, yeah, pancreas cancer is pretty much, uh, yeah. that's it. There's no treatment, I mean, she's really. She's old, and she has had cancer, like, four times, at least, so... But she's like, you know, very old. I need to get her on the cannabis oil. Okay, what? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, what do you guys think about Biden? I say he falls in disgrace. All this evidence is going to start rushing in. How he helped his son Hunter, and how he benefited himself while he was vice president of the United States. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent with that. I I think he's they they basically shot himself in the foot. Mm -hmm. Like I said, he always reminds me of Uncle Uncle Joe on Petticoat Junction. <laughs> was always in trouble, always had a scheme, you know, was always trying to figure an angle. That's old Uncle Joe. I say he falls in disgrace and basically goes to live at Petticoat Junction. Yeah. Because he, he's creepy and he's done in the public eye. <clears throat> yeah, I never got it from the beginning. With, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. either. And if you if you poll generally, he's still doing pretty well. But if you start polling the states and the elect, you know, from within the electoral college, he is getting his pants beat off. 
Well, I don't think he can fill a high school gym, never mind a stadium. So, yeah. Yeah, so far he hasn't, has he? No. So that tells you a lot right there. And that takes us to the rest of the Democratic nominees. I say that um, Tulsi Gabbard and Pete Buttigieg, they keep making an impression. I think Tulsi is, um, I think she's a good politician. She doesn't have a chance in hell with the nomination. But you know what? She's bringing attention to her party. Right. right. And the, the shortcomings and the downfalls. Um, what about Bernie? I don't know. I think a, a moderate could emerge. Bernie's awfully far left to receive the, the nomination. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. It, I mean, he's probably their best choice at this point, but what is it going to do to the party, too? Because it, you're already splitting that socialist democratic vote. And because of that, that comes to my final prediction. I say it's a contested convention and Hillary comes in because nobody will have enough of a share. She comes in and becomes the candidate. Uh, what do you say? What do you say, Hammer? You know, and that—that that is Hillary written all over. She, like, you know, I come to rescue the day. You know, my party needs me. You know, she, <laughs> she would do anything for more fame. She, she can't stand her bill. Just can't handle that they're not in the spotlight. It's just killing her. She comes up with these ridiculous quotes and stories just so she can be in the news so somebody will talk to her. What happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, I think that there, um, you know, she somehow always finds a way in. So we will see what happens. I still think she will be the candidate. I say Trump welcomes her. That's, I mean, a, that's a very interesting <laughs> prediction. And, uh, yeah, I, she's going to be asking what happened for the next four years, too, if that yeah. does happen. Yeah. yeah. I think that with the new decade, the new roaring 20s, I think we see a transformation in human beings. And that means that human beings are learning for the first time to live with a transparency and big brother um in their lives, just sort of their bedrooms. Yeah. And it changes the way we live. It changes what we do. I mean, look, you know, I'm sitting here. I've got a GPS on my Fitbit. I've got GPS on my phone. I've got it on my car. Um, your, your texts are recorded. Your phone calls are transcribed. Um, think about how that's going to transform us. We grew up with an expectation of privacy. Yeah, it's it's the the later generations like ours that are having the tough time with it. With the kids of today, they don't give two shits. What? No, yeah, they, don't. they don't care. Yeah. And that does worry me. I mean, the bright side of it is it makes it hard for people to lie. Yeah. Bad side of it is you don't have privacy. No. I mean. No. Privacy and what's secret is not synonymous with bad, but yet we're going to treat it that way. Yeah, it opens the door uh, to scrutinize somebody totally innocent, which exactly. is a scary thing. Yeah, and it also makes it hard to trust. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look at all these actors and actresses with these, you know, these pictures coming out of their bedrooms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
I guess, you know, if you have sex with somebody, it's a good idea to take your phone at the door. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Oh, yeah. At least be sure and uh, mute it so they don't get the sound effects. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Brexit. Okay. Will it happen? I say it will, but it will be weak, and the EU will actually still be have a stronghold on the UK. So it will be something in between. But not real. But it is now, yeah. It's not going to be real. Yeah, it, it, it's some sort of virtual version, um, scaled down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I agree. And sticking with the UK, and I know how you feel, Connor, about the, the Royals. <laughs> Connor is not fond of the Royals, but I say Prince Philip probably dies this year. Oh. That would be sad, because he's one of the better Royals. Oh. Um, not he, the Queen? I mean, she's absolutely ancient. I'm, I'm sure yeah, she's... I, I, don't, I don't think she dies this year. She's too mean. I'm sure she... Yeah, that's true. I'm sure she farts dust. Yeah. <laughs> she's so tiny, that little thing, running around. You know, she could live with forever. Oh, yeah. She's, she's like a little weevil, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Harry and Meghan, they become even more unpopular. I was really proud of the Canadian that turned him away from his restaurant and said, you know what, I don't want this. I'm not going to clear my my restaurant out of my my customers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, go someplace else to eat. Yeah, you're in the wrong place if you want special treatment because that's just not going to happen here. Apparently they spent Christmas on the island here. Yeah. So, which we've yeah, made... Did we, you take them some, um, you know, of your little bars? No, no. <laughs> I, I I would give them nothing of any bars. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, apparently we made uh, CNN's uh, list of the best 20 places to live in the world. So oh, Wow. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. That's like the kiss of death. That's like the time that Springfield got the top 10 of places to flip homes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And Forbes—they ruined the whole market. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, six months they ruined the market. I, I can't see it ruining anything over here. We're nah, yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> okay. What about the Epstein? Yeah, I don't know. I see it's the gift that keeps on giving, and we're not even going to believe who's going to go down in this. Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton. I say they look bad. What do you say, Hammer? I think Uncle Bill is going to be in big trouble when he has to explain how he likes little girls. <laughs> yeah, that, it, was, I mean, it was bad. It was bad enough with Monica. You know, at least she was of age. He took advantage of her. However, when you start taking advantage of children, I don't think people are going to think it's cute. No, it's, no, definitely not. Um, I was kind of shocked at uh, Epstein with his uh, walker there. Like, uh, oh, you're trying no, to milk the symphony? About Weinstein. You're talking or about Weinstein. Weinstein, right. Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. his trial started. What, what yeah. is up with that? Uh, like, is it, yeah, no sympathy, buddy. None. Yeah, Zero. Yeah, that creep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, I say more, and this one is what we predict every year, but it becomes true every year, so why not, you know, and up our odds. But more trouble for the Catholic Church. Always. And one of the reasons I bring it up is because I think Pope Francis is a jerk. And and I am really starting to hear a lot of Catholics say so. Um, He is very socialistic, and he's really just downright cranky. He slapped a woman's hands the other day. Yeah, and it, and they're paying the price because I don't know if you've gone to to had a look in like a Catholic church lately, but there's hardly anybody in there. Right. Yeah. And and there's a reason for that, you know. Um, exactly. People just don't lose their religion. No, well, they lost some do. in the church. Exactly. Not not, not in the, the the religion, but. The idea of the church, that, that image has been destroyed, and they have no one to blame but themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I, They and covered I, it up at the beginning instead of taking care of it and nipping it in the bud and getting it over with in the very get-go. Instead, they tried to sweep it out of the carpet, and then it got out of hand, and just like if they would have, they should have let them marry, and then they wouldn't be in this problem. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But um, I I think that you've got to think about um, when we reviewed the book Alienated in America earlier this year. Um, the Catholic Church's problems has changed the landscape of America, and, and and I'm not talking about the religious part, but but people going to the churches, they were a community center. Right. Yeah, and, and I agree with Tim about that. Um, forget the religion; I don't care what religion you are. But these are the places where people have, you know, clubs. Yeah. And lessons. You socialize and through through mommy, the church. Mommy yeah. meetings, and you know, and it was free stuff for people that can't afford to be part of a country club or. Or, you know, other activities. Maybe they can't even afford to go skating on Friday night. But they could go to the church for activities. Yeah. And also, they're very charitable. But without the congregations, like you're talking about, without the money coming in, I mean, they're just they're sending money out the door. Yeah, absolutely. Because of priests that behave badly. So I don't even know if Prince, Pope Francis makes it to the end of the year. I mean, you'll live. But I think we might have another changing of the pip over the, hmm. the year because he is one cranky guy and he is losing priests like crazy. Bring on Dolan. <laughs> Timothy Dolan, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, He's right. originally from St. Louis. He is now in New York as the Cardinal. Well, they were talking he was going to be a, um, a possible for for this Pope's Really. Absolutely, and he should be because he he knows what the world's really about now. Oh, he does. Things He's have awesome. changed. He is very. Awesome. You know, you got to keep. And up I'm not with Catholic. The yeah, yeah. And the hammer's an old, um, you know, backsliding Catholic. Yes. <laughs> I might jump back <laughs> in like though. If, if Timothy Dolan takes over, I'm, I yeah, might be. He might be in. I might Maybe. be back in. Yeah. Well, I'm Catholic. I'm just not very good at it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I admit it. I'm a bandwagon guy. I go with the winner. I admit it. You're so sleazy. <laughs> oh gosh. 
Okay, what about the retail? Brick and mortar. I say JCPenney's and Sears are out. Now, they may keep them alive on, uh, online, but their brick and mortar stores close up by the end of the year. Yeah, we've already lost quite a few of them uh, here. Um, obviously, people are ordering online a lot of this, this stuff, and not everybody's going to survive. Um, Walmart, they're still going strong in, in every city out here. Costco, uh, you know, and there's a couple bigger food chains, but does anybody need anything more than that? I don't know. Apparently not. <laughs> no, but, but it always helps. You know, I, I always buy local when I can. Well, we like to, too. And sometimes, you know, you can. Sometimes you can't afford it. Sometimes you can't find it. So, you know, it's touch and go. We use um, Amazon more than we should. Yeah, well, that's... Sometimes it's just cheaper, and we're not so independently wealthy that we don't have to go for cheaper... Yeah, there, there. You know, there's a lot of things we can't get in every city here. Uh, so, oh, yeah. it, it, you know, those items. It's very easy to to just pop up Amazon and make a purchase. Um, does nothing for your local economy, but yeah. you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Yes, you do. That's true. Okay, what about self-driving Ubers and cabs? I think they start to emerge in the big cities by the end of the year. What about you, Mr. Car Guy? <laughs> I think it might be a little early for that, but I know that GM is working on stuff like that. They just don't advertise it as much as some of the other um, auto manufacturers. I, I do know that when it comes to play, the big cities will be where it does, and it will be probably on public transportation so they can cut down the cost on it and you know cost is is it's always about the money let's face it doesn't matter what it what commodity what service whatever it's always about the money and if they can get it affordable enough it's not that they can't do it it's the affordability exactly well a year ago a report came out from gm that they were the furthest along at that point. They, they now, are. is that still the case? I don't know. But, you know, Tesla has been um, talking more to the press than GM has. Of course they have, because Tesla makes the big promises they can't back up. But when GM says they can do it, they will be able to do it. And actually, I would hope that would happen because those cab drivers in New York just scare the hell out of me. <laughs> one, one hand, you know, one hand on the wheel, one hand on the brake, I mean on the horn, and one foot on the gas and one on the brake. I mean, it's this, it's like watching a stock car driver. It scares yeah. the hell out of me. You just don't watch. You look no, at the, hell no. it, on the back I, of the seat. Yeah, I can go in there with a good buzz on and lose it in five seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who can get home drunk and in uh, New York that, that took the cab. No way. Absolutely no way. Very but. similar in Vancouver. If you hit a red light, they look on the sidewalk, and if there's nobody on the sidewalk, even if there is oh, a yeah. few people, they'll just take the sidewalk. Well, that's, you know, it, depends how, it depends on the range, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of Tesla, I say Elon Musk is out in his own company. He is broke. He has screwed up pretty much everything for a brilliant guy. He's one of those guys that was brilliant, but should have stayed out of the business part. He's done. 
with his own company. Ah, interesting. Well, I, I have to uh, say something about that butt-ugly truck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's not a truck. Well, you know what? It reminded me, remember the Thunderdome Mad Max? <laughs> it looks like it belonged in, in that era. You know, that dyspotania dis- kind of... Yeah, well, I wonder what happened. Did he actually just walk in with uh, pencil, paper, and a straight edge to his designers and say, design me a truck? Yeah, make it work. Yeah, here's a straight edge. That's all you get. He forgot about the safety glass, too. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, I don't see how you can see anything out of that truck. Well, you Seriously. know, when you can throw a rock through the glass, side glass, yeah. you know, it's probably not very safe. That was quite the fail. I must yes. admit. That was horrible. That was hilarious. Yeah. Okay, back to election talk, or not really election talk, but I think that with the upcoming election and how people really feel, real people, you know, that vote, the green talk is over. Ah. Because people will not give up jobs to make the earth green when the rest of the world is not. Well, we kind of are being forced to because uh, there's a lot of people in Alberta out of work. I think another 17,000 were laid off in December. So, Why? Uh, uh, oil field. Okay. Um, no pipelines. Uh, Trudeau's made that clear. Um, well, and, and that's, that's, you know, that is not being with the times knowing that you can't replace what is that people are using unless you have a quality fix right. at, a, at an affordable price. Right. And, and they have not come up with it. They have improved the coal. They have improved the cars burning the fuel in, in the, you know, the, the republic states. But it's not going to do one damn bit of good if China, Russia, and India is just going... Don't and, make the move, yeah. Yeah, they don't care. Exactly. So you tell me that there's going to be one huge hole in the atmosphere above them and none above us, and that cures it? Come on, who's well, that idiot? And, and really, Connor, you've just kind of you've kind of made my point because didn't Trudeau do this after he was elected? Uh, not really. He's been slamming on Alberta ever since he got into office. But that that was the same thing with his dad. His dad hated the West and was was vocal about it. Um, his dad took a tour through uh, campaign tour through the West uh, when he was a politician in the seventies, and people nailed the train with uh, tomatoes and eggs. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. The, we were divided then, but nothing to this uh, aspect now. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Western separation, and that's gonna that's not gonna stop until something changes where the East is get. I mean, they basically choose our our poli- politics for us. Uh, by the by the before our our polls close, uh, the the choices are already made. They have um, stacked the the deck so far in advantage of uh, Quebec and Ontario and the rest of the East that out west uh, we don't matter. The only thing that matters to Trudeau is he flies over the west and and uh, goes to Tofino for holidays. <laughs> Got it. Well, I think that all this talk from Biden and friends like Bernie and Elizabeth Warren about choosing 
um, green jobs versus you know traditional jobs yeah. when like the hammer says you don't really have an alternative yet you yeah. don't have a viable alternative basically what you're doing is just putting out people out of jobs for no damn reason well here's another simple fact we can't create enough batteries for everybody to go with an electric vehicle I mean, those are rare earth yeah, exactly, minerals. Exactly. So, so going fully electric with today's battery knowledge is not a possible thing. And I can tell you from being in the automotive business for 32 years that the technology has improved almost every single thing on an automobile except the batteries. Really? Right. They're still three to four years, period. Right. Right. You know, that's all they last. This, and the resources they take are rare, just like you said, Connor. You yeah. know, and so uh, that's why you don't see the uh, people at GM, I'm just using an example because I work for them, but that's why they don't make, or they're not out there pumping their chest and telling what they're doing because they know they don't have the answer yet. And if you don't have the answer, you're still working. It's still not a. It's a, just an idea. It's not a way of life. And and I don't think, in the short period of time, that they're going to have it unless somebody makes a miraculous discovery that comes to that answer. It's just not going to happen. We're going to have to go with what we've got and use the oil. And the, you know, GM had a big deal. They wanted to use hydrogen. Well, that was great, except if you had a wreck and you blew up a half a city block, you know. <laughs> but no pollution. It was clean. It was affordable. Yeah. And there's enough of it to, God, last for like 500 years. Or Yeah, all so, you need is water. Yeah. yeah. So it, well, it, there's just things that they, uh, they just spout off. I'm going to make a prediction that they're actually going to make some uh, leaps and bounds with the glass battery. We've been hearing about the glass battery for a while. Apparently, uh, you know, they can make it happen in a laboratory. It's just a matter of fact, they have to figure out how to do it on a mass scale. So, cool. I know nothing about it, but I say cool. Invented by... Reminds me of, the, of going back to the old TVs with yeah. all the glass. Yeah. Do you remember that? Well, it was invented by John B. Goodenough, uh, <laughs> who is a scientist that actually invented most of our modern batteries, and he also invented RAM, computer RAM. Yeah. So yeah. he is uh, very accomplished. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today without that man uh, inventing RAM. So. Wow. Yeah, and he's got this glass battery, and he's sitting on the shelf for a while, and he's uh, hopefully going to... That we'll see big changes if that happens. Absolutely. Um, moving right along, I say there will not be a recession. You hear all these people saying there's going to be a recession this year? Absolutely not. Stocks and jobs will continue to rise. Here, here. Yeah, you, you guys say? are doing great. For us here in Canada, I think the opposite. I think we're going to continue to go down the tubes as long as Trudeau's in power and we don't really have anything else. <laughs> we're done yeah yeah that's not good no no but hey good for you guys yeah yeah we're happy we'll take it and we would we would hope for the same for you but, uh, 
I understand that's not exactly what's happening. How about identity software? I say that we are very close to no credit cards, no cash. You walk in, they scan your eye, your face, your hand. Um, I, I think that this year we will see it much more mainstream to use identity software and um, checks, you know, at airports. And um, I mean, they're already using it. It's just going to become more mainstream. Well, yeah, it's we're seeing the beginning of that because all the facial recognition stuff. Yeah, where do you think that yes. goes? Right to the so that you know the government can access that stuff. Hey, and keep, brother. Yeah, absolutely. So, not a big favor. And you'll never get a chip inside of me. I'll never scan my face or my my fingerprint in a public location. I wouldn't um, even do it at the doctor's office. They ask me every time. I say no. No, no. They just look no, at me no. and I'm like, no, I'd just rather not. Yeah. So, okay, by the end of the year, this is, I, I, I should have made this um, a hard, a little bit, but marijuana crimes will all be expunged except for dealers. By the end of the year, no one will have a marijuana crime so. on, on their record, especially like for possession of a joint and such. Right. What say you, Hammer? Well, you know, back in, around here, there was a, a guy that, was caught with one joint and got seven years. Oh yeah. my God. That's the truth. And that was now. We live in Hicksville back. Yeah. Now, now, granted, it wasn't like last week, but it was recent enough that you remember it. Now, you know, that guy is not a habitual killer, he's not hurting anybody. You know, you we've know. let people out of prison in the last week yeah. for vehicular manslaughter. That are immigrants, we've let them out of jail. Yeah, exactly. In the and last they, week, they in the United this for seven years. Yeah. Are you kidding and that's me? Ridiculous. Yeah. Shame on you, West Plains. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It was West Plains. Yeah, it right? was West Plains. Okay, it wasn't Springfield proper. Okay, Paris climate will completely fall apart. You know why? Twenty twenty is the year they start paying. Bell bitched and bellyache to Trump for getting out. Now guess who's bitching and bellyaching? <laughs> Now that they got to write the checks. Yeah. All yeah. of them. You know, it's just like United Nations. <laughs> yeah. They all are, are, are big and powerful till it comes to putting up the cash. Yeah. Then yeah. they just get that, they get the, the what we call alligator arms, you know, that are real short. <laughs> they can't get to their pocket, you know, like your, your buddy that always can't get to this his wallet to pay the bill, you know, when you're taking him out for yeah. dinner 14 times in a row. Yeah, I got a couple of those friends. <laughs> anyway. We all have those friends. Yeah, we do. Okay, Betsy Lewis. She does a lot of predictions, you know, from the heart, the soul. She's in touch with the universe. She actually has a pretty good record. She is predicting a huge earthquake that will set off a series of volcanoes. Ooh. I kind of think she's right. We're a little over there. And on the same note, I think the California blackouts get worse. Yeah, that'd suck to have a Tesla. You know, with yeah. the earthquakes, <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. But also because Gavin Newsom, in his attempt to be more green, is not repairing the grids which this could affect you because you are on, right, the same grid, the same 
electrical grid. Am I not right? Uh, here, no, no. We uh, we generate the majority. On the map, you guys are. Well, I think our grid connects to it because we actually sell energy to the U.S. Exactly. So we're, we're sort of connected, but that doesn't that won't stop it here. That won't make a difference to us. I mean, we here on the island we have our own hydroelectric bridges and generation stations. So well, you guys have come a long way because um, at one point you were very much intertwined with that California grid. Yeah, we're we're kind of isolated from that because I think our power is flowing in in the south direction instead of the other way around. So there, whatever happens there doesn't affect us whatsoever here. Um, Excellent. Okay, another um, prediction that's very near and dear to my heart and sad, but anti-Semitism and attacks on Christians will rise. I I think that anti-Semitism is at an all-time high. Um, there was a rabbi that asked the other day if on Instagram and other social media that we would put a picture of our menorahs, right? Right. And ask for solidarity with Jews. I have never had such a rejected post. Wow. I am very shocked. Anti-Semitism is wrong. I would hope that all decent people would announce solidarity with the Jews. Nobody yeah. should be in their home and attacked for worshiping anything. I don't even care if it's the devil. I don't get that at all. I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm not very religious, but I, I could give two shits who anybody's religion or what anybody's religion is. So, yeah, I don't get it. I don't really care what you're doing in your house as long as you're not killing somebody or hurting somebody. Absolutely. Do whatever you want. 3D printers will become even more prevalent in medicine and the military. The military just bought several billion dollars worth of them. Wow. Um, it's amazing. Uh, they're going to, um, in the in medical field, um, they're going to be able to make hearts and livers. And um, wow. Hmm. I mean, that's more of a fact than a prediction, but right. I thought right. I would throw that out there. Yeah, that, that I mean, you got to love uh, that new technology. You can buy a little mini CNC machine that's also a 3D printer and a laser engraver and a laser cutter and all under $1,000 now. So Are you kidding? Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, what, what, yeah there's huge leaps and bounds in that. I mean, these little things are not going to be like a $50,000 CNC machine, but they're, they're pretty cool. They're doing some pretty cool yeah. things for sure. Yeah. That is neat. So we're all for that, I take it. Yeah, and you know what that does is it, basically a lot of people use them for modeling and, and mold making. So it makes startups, uh, the cost of startups for some of these manufacturing companies, really cheap. Yeah, I mean, how, what better way to make a prototype? Yeah, you know, for a couple pennies, you print it out. It just the time to do it. It, it takes an awful right. long time right. to, to right. do it. Right, and to find getting access to a printer that can do whatever you need it to yeah. do. Because not everybody can afford one that would make like, like a prototype. Even yeah. though I am very impressed that you can do so much with one that would cost a thousand dollars. You bet. So, good deal. Terror in the United States. I'm a little worried about terror in an election year and with the rising issues like anti-Semitism and 
anti-religion. Yeah. Um, I am afraid of this being the year that the United States gets gets um nailed the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I I, I, mean, I have that fear too and and You guys have been yeah. here a lot since we have um France um and um the UK we're kind of overdue that makes me nervous and the fact that it's an election year and all these Trump hating people. You yeah. know, the only th- the only thing that that I can add to that is that I'm hoping by them enforcing the border, it will maybe stop some of that. I know that I'm afraid they're already over here. Yeah, they're sitting in sleeper cells already. Yeah, and that we can't stop it. But I do know that we've got to protect that border. And and the sooner we get that infiltration stopped as much as we can down there, the better off we'll all be. I agree. I think that um, we can all agree that the weather is changing. Um, I why I know is what we debate all the time as you know as a society. But my prediction is we will start seeing architecture. New architecture will take on a round or a dome-like appearance to combat wind and weather damage. Hmm. And I think we will start to see that more this year. Not that we're going to tear down square, straight-line structures, but we're going to see more aerodynamic buildings and homes. Well, I don't. I'm not a believer that humans have changed the climate and we can do anything about it. Uh, we're we're in cycles, 172-year cycles. I agree. So I agree. What but we happens? Have to adapt. Yeah, and and what's happened in the past? All of our our human ancestors have had to adapt. Tell me one time in history that the climate was the same. It never no. was. It no. differs. Five minutes. It differs. So there's, it's always going on, climate change. Climate change is what the Earth's been doing since the, the you know, onset. So, it's how the Earth survives. Yeah. Change is survival. You know, so if uh, you're protesting climate, you better make that sign big enough so the sun can see it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, as we wind down here, I say Brady retires. He is yeah. the type of guy that's going to go out on top. I know he's denying it a little bit now, but he's set some businesses in place already. He will not run the risk of going down, going out when he reaches the bottom rather than while he's at the top. Yeah, good prediction. Well, you know, I the thing about Brady, I wish the Chiefs would have got a chance to end his season, but uh, unfortunately Tennessee beat us to it which I guess it's good and it's bad, so now we don't have to play But for somehow, some reason, I just don't think he's, he still thinks he's got it in him. I think he's going to say it was a fluke. He's got one more year. But uh, hmm. I just think he'll try to, to squeeze out one more year just because he wants to make sure it wasn't a fluke and that... Uh, they just didn't have a bad team because he didn't have a supporting cast. However, <laughs> I was going to say, what about however, the adorable Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? That's right. I mean, we are in the center of Chief Billy. <laughs> the kingdom. And, you know, I, I just think it's our year. We've been, 
It's been 50 years since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Oh, my. Uh, oh, my so, gosh. I didn't realize it. Really yeah, long. yeah. Oh you know, gosh. we win one every 50 years whether we need to or not. <laughs> So. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The hammer is not dragging me to a 20 below gram again. No, we're not. Yes, we're not. But there will not be a visual. I have been sick for a month both times. But we, we will be cheering our, our fabulous Chiefs on. I, I Against? Predict, I'm predicting it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. And we'll then see. I am predicting that the Chiefs will come away because... Patrick Mahomes is awesome. He's our Superman. I mean, I'm not much of a football um, fan because I had a kid that got hurt and, you know, I mean, he survived and he had a fabulous college career, but but I tell you what, this Patrick Mahomes is adorable. (laughs) He's just precious. I mean, he gets out on this field and he's an animal. And then he's just so sweet and beautiful and precious. <laughs> he has to win. He's got good mojo. Karma. Karma. Well, since I follow the CFL and not the NFL, I guess I'd have to agree with you guys. Well, good. And we don't well, always agree, but life's a journey. We're all in it together. Happy New Year. Yes. Godspeed. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, everybody. All right, let's just make the t- Roaring Twenties the Roaring Twenties. Yes, yeah. let's, let's do that for sure. Godspeed, everyone, and thanks for listening. Yeah.